0: In the first two seasons, the show featured guests from over 60 different countries and will continue down that path because it is imperative that we cherish the differences. And we can only do that by getting out and journeying into unknown frontiers, whether it be physically or simply through conversation, sharing lovely experiences and saluting the tenacious and resilient guests. We have an excellent show for you today with an unforgettable guest, MMA athlete from Florida, Jacob Diaz joins the show. Jacob fights for the cobra fighting championship and has amassed a 4 and 1 record. He is a blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and is highly skilled in several areas of mixed martial arts. Additionally, he competed in one of the most entertaining events I've ever seen, the PFC Pillow Fight Championship. Yes, let me let me say that one more time. The Pillow Fight Championship. Take any preconceived notion about pillow fighting being just a play activity, something for kids. No, this is a highly aggressive, highly violent league made for warriors. It's incredible, and it's one of the most amazingly entertaining things I've ever seen. It's genius. I really love the conversation with Jacob, and I was inspired by him in many ways. On today's conversation, we talk about his MMA career and how he balances the different disciplines needed to be successful. We also talk about a dramatic body transformation that he's undergone, losing over 100 pounds over the last several years. And lastly, of course, we talk about the Pillow Fight League. Jake was an awesome guest when it comes to mixed martial arts. He's got his hands in a lot of different areas, both as a competitor, but also someone who helps out others in different disciplines of MMA. He's competing with Cobra, but also in the Pillow Fight League. And I'm just stoked to continue watching his career. Thrilled for everyone to meet him. So let's go ahead and bring on MMA athlete from Florida, Jacob Diaz. And let's learn. Appreciate it, bro. to be here. What's your background? How'd you first get into MMA? What were some of the sports that you did when you were growing up?
1: You know, growing up, I I jumped around every single different sport, a little bit of soccer, a little bit of football, a little bit of basketball. But I could never really find, like, one that I really wanted to stick with, one that really, you know, spoke to me or one that I favorited. Um, But in high school, I started wrestling. and I really didn't like it either but uh outside of high school like after I graduated I I jumped into MMA
0: what was it that first drew you in
1: um honestly man I um hmm. I just I've always liked to fight ever since I was young my father was a boxer my grandfather was a boxer so that that kind of combat sports um athlete has always been in my blood and you know growing up as a kid I would go to the park and started boxing and you know i was all right but i didn't really know what i was doing and i've just always had fun in like that heat of the moment so
0: that's cool drew me in hey nothing wrong with that it's just the adrenaline we all love that with mma it's essential to be strong at multiple styles of combat so for you how do you keep yourself balanced across the many disciplines
1: um at the gym i go to freedom fighters mma shout out um we do it all, man. With between my two coaches, Ray and Mono, they they make sure we do everything. We got four jujitsu classes a week. I'm sorry, five. Um, two wrestling classes, kickboxing, boxing, uh, Muay Thai, strength and condition, cardio. There's nothing that we don't cover. There's nothing that we don't touch. So we're always working everything. We're we we do not consider ourselves any like one style of um fighter we're mixed martial artists so we really stay true to that name you know
0: how do you evaluate what your strengths are and your weaknesses are
1: looking how you perform under the bright lights you know actually looking at the fights because you know maybe in the gym you feel one way or you see one thing but it's always different. You only come out a quarter, I would say a quarter of yourself in the fight and whatever you can't do in the fight, whatever you struggle on in the fight is what you know you got you to take
0: back to the lab and work on. Now, you mentioned you didn't quite love wrestling in high school. Do you still feel the same towards wrestling or have you grown to like it a little more?
1: Well, <laughs> no, I love it now. Um, so quick little backstory. I didn't really want to wrestle in high yeah. school. I was born to football. I was I was doing pretty well football until I let my grades drop. And by the time I let my grades get back up, my brother, who's a, I have a twin brother, who's a heavyweight wrestler, he was, you know, tossing everyone. And growing up, I was always supposed to be the athlete. So I saw him, you know, doing this and I was like, fuck it, I guess. So I started wrestling and man, I didn't want to do it, but you know, I could tell my dad and my mom didn't really want me to quit. So I just kept going through it. I lost every single match. But the mental, like, it wasn't there. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to learn. I was just going through practice, looking at the clock. It, like, when the culture showing moves, I was thinking about, you know, what what I can do tomorrow in school or who I can hang out with this weekend. But, like, now I, I want to be there. I do this because I love it, you know? this is This is what. I wake up excited every day.
0: So that's why you saw the, the 180 flip. Hey, it makes sense. It makes sense. When you're forced to do something, there's definitely no passion behind it, no love behind it. I, I definitely relate to that. You mentioned the mental aspects of it. So following a match, how do you move on mentally? Whether you succeeded with a victory, which I know you're 4-0 right now at the moment. How do you move yeah. on with that and focus on the next fight? Or even maybe during a match when maybe something's not quite going your way?
1: Like you said, I'm 4-0 right now, but uh, I got some of the best teammates in the world. You know, a lot of pro fighters. You know, I got Luis Hernandez. I got Marcus Lareda, Justin Vasquez, Oliver Murad, bro. They don't let me, like, get get in my own head. Like, they're like, hey, you won. You still fucking suck. Keep training. I'm like, oh, okay. So I don't really – I enjoy it a little bit outside of the gym, but in the gym, there's no, hey, guys, look at me. It's, okay, on to the next. You know, yes. be there the next day. If you're hurt, take a day or two off back in the gym. Um, but as far as in the fight, it's it's the coaches and it's it's that well it's it's that fight IQ and that heart. Um, in all four of my fights, I'd say my first rounds go meh. but it's always uh, that second round and that third round that I come back and I, I dominate or I feel yeah, I get the finish. I got two finishes and two decisions. So I, it's, it's always, you know, who's built to last? I'm built to last. And I got
0: my coaches to help me make those adjustments in between rounds. That mental toughness that you have, is that natural? Or is that something that you can build and you can train it? And if so, how do you train that?
1: It's just how bad you want it, man. It's um, I'd say I was born with it. It's, it's that grit. It's that heart. It's that, can you get your fucking jaw broke and just decide, either way, I'm going to go to the hospital. Am I going to do it right now? I'm gonna do it after I win this fucking fight. It's gonna be, I want this more than you want this. You know, the equation's always the same: two dreams, one broken heart. When it's a combat fucking scenario, so my will is not gonna be broken. I want it more than anyone else. So I'm not gonna let them take that from me because I know what I do. I know I'm training twice a day, every day. I'm crying, I'm bleeding, I'm sweating for this one goal. You know hours and hours and hours of training for fucking what is it three rounds of glory oh so I'm, I'm not gonna let you take that from me
0: we talk more about your training schedule what what's an average day training like for you how many hours are you in the gym uh, how many hours are maybe focused to cardio what just what's a normal day like for you
1: um so on the days that i can that i don't have to you know go away for work or or that i, I have i have hundred percent committed to the gym. Um, it usually starts off. Wake up. You know, uh, around ch- 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 like nine, ten. Eat some breakfast. Uh, get to the gym at around ten thirty, eleven. Stretch. Get a good little like warm up in. And then from eleven thirty to about two thirty, we got um our first session of the day. So it's either Muay Thai, kickboxing, uh, Russian conditioning. We like strength and conditioning weight programs or, um, you know, any kind of striking or first class of the day. Um, After that, I like to, you know, do a little cold down run that's, like, really close to the fight, like a 30-minute jog. Come home, shower, eat, nap. Uh, Around 6 o'clock comes. I like to go back to the gym. I like to help out. We have kids, MMA and jiu-jitsu program. So I like to help out with the jiu-jitsu. Then I'll teach the kids striking class really quick. Um. after that then we got you know a jujitsu class fucking world class jujitsu from 6 to 7 some badass techniques a whole bunch of badass roles and then from 8 to 9 30, 10 we got uh, our MMA class every night which is really where like I would say you get a lot of the experience like a lot of the tools necessary for the, the fight so two sessions a day and on the days that I'm not doing the two sessions a day, like on the weekends, we got sprints. We got the long, long runs. We got uh, weights twice a week. It's just, it's always doing something, man. Always doing something, always getting better. 1% better every day.
0: I love the 1% better philosophy. One thing I find fascinating about you is that you've gone under an amazing body transformation. So when you graduated high school, you were 250 pounds. Now you're almost hundred pounds lighter. This is incredible. So take me through that journey. What was that like, and how'd you get there? Uh, so I graduated high school,
1: and I, I was I was already pretty big at that point. And then COVID hit, and it was, you know, there was really nothing to do. So I was just sitting at home, you know, hanging out with my brother every day, getting just sitting there eating, blah blah blah. I went in the hot tub one day. After I weighed myself, I was like two fifty two. And we're just in a hot tub, and we're hanging out. And I'm talking to him about how much I, I love, you know, MMA and watching it, UFC, Bellator, 1FC, PFL, any of them. And I'm like, dude, because he's a college wrestler now. And I would tell him, "Well, you would be so good at MMA. Why don't you Why do not you do it? Like, why don't you let me book you a fight like I know some of the people? And he's like, why don't you do it? Like, you've always wanted to do it. And I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I'll do one fight if you do one fight. So he said, okay. Of course, uh, he backed out. <laughs> he never even started training. But, you know, the next week, I signed up for a gym, started training, started training. That was April of 2020. Um. So I'm at 252. I started losing fast. By the time September comes, September... S- like September 17th, 18th, something like that, or September 14th, uh, a fight promotion called 305 Fights. It's a local fight promotion. They hit me up and they're like, because I had changed my my Instagram name to what it is now, JHD underscore MMA. They're like, hey, we see your Instagram name uh, and pictures of you training. Uh, One of our main event fighters, opponents pulled out. Are you interested in taking this fight? On two weeks' notice, on four months of training, roughly. And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like a moron. And I did it. My coach at the time said he wasn't going to corner me. That was a shitty thing. But I took two of my friends, we trained our asses off uh, for the next two weeks. And we got in there. We got a second round sub. From there, we kept going. We kept the momentum rolling. Um, I started cross-training at a different gym. Fought at a different promotion at 185, then kept going down. Won my first belt at 170, then the last one was at 155, and we're to stay here. You know, we like the way we look now. So, <laughs> 155 is is where it is, bro. But I feel great. It's life changing. Like my breathing's better when I'm on the floor. I can I can stand up without struggling. Uh, you know, it comes with a little bit of body pain, but that's from getting hit, not not from losing the weight, but feels great bro i'm athletic
0: i'm just generally more happy i know you've been working very hard in the gym doing a lot of hours cross training What, what do you think contributed to the most weight loss
1: uh so for my second fight when i was cross training after i won that fight the the literally the day after i walk into the first gym evolution and i go to my coach at the time and i go yeah i'm going to the other gym he was you know not a very nice person. I don't like to talk too much, you know. Smack, but uh, doesn't really care about me or any of the fighters. He cares about you know his check, which whatever. But um, and I saw the difference in you know freedom fighters, which is where I go now. That we're a family. You know, we care about everyone, and it's an individual sport, but everyone's helping each other to get to their goal. So. This is a brotherhood and a family bond that can never be broken. But once I made that switch to them and the training was uh, at a world-class level rather than a commercial level, that was it. And then my coach, you know, already started fucking telling me, eat this, eat this, stop eating this, stop going out drinking all the time, stop doing this, stop doing this, stop, doing this, stop smoking, stop, you know, all that stuff. And I started listening. and
0: That was it, man. Wow. It's just the transformation... Got crazy a hundred pound transformation in, in under three years. I mean congrats on that, Appreciate that bro. Now one of the first things I saw about you was this incredible league that couldn't take my eyes off when I saw it And you're smiling too because you know what I'm gonna ask the pillow fight league man. Jeez It sounds silly, but it's incredible. <laughs> it was awesome I was amazed that the quality of fighters in this league are top-notch. Where did this first come about? How'd they reach out to you? Oh, dude, that was such a good time <laughs> um
1: So they reached out to, like, almost like my mentor, big brother, Marcus Toreta. He's a pro fighter. You guys should give him a look up if you can. Um, And he had a fight coming up at the time. So he was like, look, I can't do it. But, you know, I got this young guy coming up, 4-0. He knows I can – I got a silver tongue. I can talk on my ass, you know. (laughs) I I got to look for it, so they he pointed me in the direction the guy talked to me for a little bit and said you know what, you're in they put me in they put me in the tournament They told me it would be 5k if you win uh but i had a fight a week before the last fight that i just had you can see it on my instagram if you go look it up um me and that guy went to fucking war i spent the whole week at you know flanagan's just i turned 21 three days before the mma fight so by the time the fight was over and then Friday comes, and I'm like, oh, shit. Tomorrow's, like, the pedal fighting thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we go. You know, super great experience. You get to meet uh, UFC fighters, former UFC fighters. Um, dude, decorated grapplers. You had all sorts of people there, man. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. I kind of misunderstood the rules, and I thought a slip would be okay. A slip was not okay because you would slip it, hit your shoulder, you get a point. And I came my way too composed. You got to, you know, you two rounds, 90 seconds, you got to come out there and swing to the fences. They want to see car wheels. They want flashiness. I like to think of myself as like a, a smart, take my time kind of fighter. All that shit's got to go out the window in the PFC, baby. You got to swing, swing, swing. I didn't do that. I ended up dropping the decision. You know me. I'm very like stubborn in my own head. So now I can't stop till I win that belt cannot will not stop until i win that belt so pfc next event hit me up i don't care who it is i want in i want the belt i'm gonna get it too
0: well the videos are incredible incredibly entertaining and like you said it's just flurry like 90 seconds it's non-stop brilliant idea and it was so cool seeing you in that i'm curious just on the last couple of years obviously difficult for many so for you what do you feel is the biggest life lesson you picked up from the last couple of years be brave man be brave don't don't be afraid to chase your dreams
1: you know there's going to be a lot of people telling you uh hey you know it's a long shot hey maybe this isn't for you you know especially with me you know you got people in your own family who when you first started they're all telling you hey i don't know if you could do this hey mm -mm." you know now i'm four no i'm not where i want to be yet but I'm, i'm definitely in the right direction and with my team and my heart and my skills only growing, I know I'm going to get there. Like, I, I got no doubt in my mind. So just commit yourself, but be brave. You know, fortune favors the brave. So fucking make the jump. Don't spend your life doing something that doesn't make you happy. So do it, man. Just be brave. Wonderfully well said. So how can people follow you? Uh, so anyone interested in following me and my career, uh, you can look me up on Instagram at jhdma. You can do the same on TikTok. Um, don't have a Twitter. Probably should get on that one day. But I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate any, any chance to get on any kind of platform and, you know, talk to people.
0: It's, it's cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Wasn't that fantastic? Do me a favor. Follow Jacob on Instagram. JHD underscore MMA. Everyone has a story. Each person a scholar. Thank you for listening. Fill up that passport. I'll see you on the road. Aviento.